Thank you for downloading another Bush and Ritchie Daily Takeaway. There's a lot of goodness uh, in this particular takeaway today. Oh, you've been listening to a different one. (laughs) And uh, I don't want to delay you guys in getting to it. So, let's crack on. Okay, so is that your intro? (laughs) That's the intro today. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll see what you do at the end. All right, then. I'll see you in a minute. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. It was Richie's lad Rocco's birthday party on Saturday. A lovely day, our two families together over at Richie's house. Yes. It was a great thing. Uh, My middle daughter Thea and Rocco playing together. It was really, really cute. They got on like a house on fire. It was only when we were packing up to leave that I noticed something unusual in Richie's hallway. (laughs) So, propped up in the hallway, this is getting my shoes on. Uh, I was sitting down to tie my laces and I looked up and it was there. At first, I thought it was a crowbar, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, is Richie in trouble? So, you, know, you know, like you might need it in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, Phil yeah. Mitchell style. Yeah. It was only on further inspection, it's a shoehorn. Yeah. You, you own a shoehorn yeah. that is, I think, five or six feet long. It's oh, just yeah. like a dinner lady's arm kind it's, of stuff. It is, it is huge, yeah. I'm proud of it. I love it. It's one of my favourite things. So do you... Because, I, I mean, I've never had a problem putting my shoes on. Is it because you have a problem putting your shoes on? Why, would you, why have you got a shoehorn? I find it easier to put my shoes on with a shoehorn. There's okay. quite a few reasons, right? One, I am lazy, so I don't often undo my laces. I'll get home and I'll, I'll, kick, my sh- I'll kick my shoes <laughs> off like a, like a ten-year-old. I've seen the way you tie them. You probably don't want to do it too many times <laughs> a week. I'm not, I'm not very good at laces, OK? So it is an issue. If I've got a shoehorn, then it's easy to put them straight back on again. Does it mean you don't need to sit down? Because you, it's so long, yeah. I just wonder why... Would, it looks like... Uh, you remember when uh, Roger Federer got given a pipe? Yeah. For, for his services to, like, Switzerland. Yeah. It's like that. It's that long. It is a long one. So, yeah, also, I don't have to sit down to do my... Uh, to put my shoes on. Just put the, put the shoe on in the back, slightly arch my back, in goes the shoe, slips in. It's great. Look, none of us are getting any younger. Every single one of us on this planet right now, we're all getting older. So every single day that passes, I promise you... No word of a lie. Tomorrow, it'll be harder to put your shoes on than it was today. So you're saying it's getting sequentially harder for me to actually put my own shoes on, and at some point, I'll end up at the shoehorn? At some point, you'll apologise. Whether you do it on air on the show, I don't know. That's up to you, but yeah. I just question whether shoehorns are a thing. I, d- I don't know. I've never seen anyone uh, of our peers have it in... I mean, I've, you know, my parents used to run an old people's home. There was plenty of shoehorns around there. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I haven't seen one in a while, though, by your house. There will be more people that have shoehorns than you realise. They're just maybe less secure than I am about my ability to have the horn. Well, listen, if you have, thank you for that. If you have got a shoehorn and maybe, you know... You've got, uh, you've probably got, if you have got a shoehorn, you've probably got your mobile phone in a leather case. Or maybe got a, a big uh, TV remote that allows you to change the channel without having to put your glasses on. Just tell us about it. Uh, and I just want to see, it's like a little survey. Can this be a survey? Just... I'm happy to have an open discussion about shoehorns. It's a good, uh, big dialogue's going so, on to today. To prove that I'm correct well, and more people have them than you imagine. I think you're in for a little bit of a wake-up call, my <laughs> All friend. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Awkward one for us to deal with this first tweet that's come in. Wendy says, I have a wooden shoehorn. I actually use it to turn the radio on with. That is, um, I'm, I would be concerned by that behaviour. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
that's you might have a fall. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's that kind of thing. Can I just say another use? All right, I, I, I'm not shy shy about my ownership of a shoehorn. Another use for it, which is very handy, little toys or whatever, that, anything to be quite frank that goes underneath the sofa. What you get out with? Little shoehorn, little curled end. It's great. That's pretty. Um, we'll go one further and get yourself a little grabber arm or whatever as well, so you can pick up uh, the I TV would do times. That. I would do that. Uh, Sharon and Pinner says I'm 51. I have a shoehorn, and so does my boss. Good intel there as well. And Tim says I'm a shoehorn owner. I use it for one pair of shoes particularly that are difficult to put on. Perfectly normal to own one. I love the fact. I'm just assuming here Sharon and Pinner on a Teams call, radio on in the background, asks her boss, "Do you have a shoehorn?" This is the big <laughs> issue. We are settling the debates that are big in this country at the moment. <laughs> Amy says, "Bush Richie, we have a couple of shoehorns from our time in Germany. Everyone has them over there. My dad's got a, a, a long shoehorn and a picky up gadget thing." That, I think shoehorns are a gateway to picky up gadget things, and then God knows where you are. Do you uh, know what make I mean? a mental note for my birthday in May. I'll have a picky up gadget. Thank you very much. Imagine that. I, Please, to see you in the local park doing community service. Uh, Rob says, "I have to go through airport security every day at work, so I often have to take my shoes off and on again." They have a variety of shoehorns available for staff to use when putting the shoes back on. They're amazing. There you go. Wow. Uh, right, we should have Emma on the line. Emma, can you hear us? I can. What's going on in the background we doing, there? We doing, Emma? Uh, I'm sat in the car waiting for my son to finish his guitar lesson. But what is that noise in the background of the car? That's the rain. Whoa! Whoa. Whereabouts are you? <laughs> I'm in sale in Manchester. Oh, well, that makes sense. It's properly tipping down there, then. Just listen to that rain. Just hold yeah, your phone out so we can hear that rain. Listen to that. Cats and dogs. It literally feels like it's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> Emma, it really where, is, yeah. <laughs> where do you stand on shoehorns? <laughs> we love it. We love it. My son takes it everywhere with us. We had to. We had one. We took it away with us at Christmas. It got trapped in the car door and broken oh. in half. So we've now got a metal one, which is really long. So you, your son's what? Thirty? Thirty-five? <laughs> no, he's eight. Eight years old and he's got a shoehorn. <laughs> Start <Yes>. him young. <laughs> That's great, Emma. You st- stay sheltered. Yeah, jeez. Have a little look uh, on Twitter at Absolutely Ready. It, g- it genuinely looks like a crowbar. Are shoehorns a thing in 2022? Big Ginge says I've got an Ikea pine one. Game changer early in the morning when you're half asleep and trying to put boots on. A pine one? That's not going to have much give. That's next level. That's proper shoehorn chat for you right there. (laughs) Moira says I'm seven months pregnant, got a long-handled shoehorn. It's my knight in shining armour. Laces well beyond my reach. Mad, this is madness. Like, we've got Tom on the line. Tom, back me up here, mate. Shoehorns aren't a thing, are they? Massive, massive winner for the shoehorn. (sighs) The one, the one I have is about two and a half foot long and also, on the other end, has a fake plastic hand and is a back scratcher. Oh, Tom, I need a little bit of this in my life. Fake plastic uh, hand hand scratcher. What is wrong with you, Tom? Well, it actually bought it from a dad and ended up using it myself. So it was aimed for him when he put his back out and couldn't reach his feet. Yeah. And instead of me daily putting his shoes on, we went, yeah, have a shoe on. Um, and when his back got better, I was just like, well, it's there, I might as well use it. So, Rude not to, really, isn't it? So you, you'll scratch this thing, it's got a little plastic hand on the end. It must be like being felt up by a ventriloquist dummy or something. <laughs> little hand on oh, your I shoulder mean, and stuff. I mean, if, if, if it's good for Chucky, it's good for me, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
quote of the show so far. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So, it's my youngest son's birthday today. His fourth birthday, little Rocco. And uh, before he was being uh, packed off to nursery this morning, he's got a little height chart uh, in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a cute little thing. Goes up in centimetres, and every single centimetre uh, says that if you are this height, you are the height of an shoehorn. <laughs> yeah, for shoe, example, shoehorns could be some of the ones that I think come to. I could, there's a golden eagle on there. There's a dodo. There's a cricket stump. All that kind of thing. A yeah. goblin. That kind of stuff. So wow. each particular centimetre gives you a very specific height of what you are. And I thought, oh, it's his fourth birthday exactly today. Let's see what he's measuring now uh, at the age of four. <laughs> and it had to. I could not believe the irony that it said that he was the height. Of an average three-year-old in the UK. Oh God bless him! <laughs> what a thing on your birthday yeah. morning. And he loves this thing, and I'm like, oh wow, you're the height of an average three-year-old. <laughs> and the smile on his face, I'm thinking, no mate, you are so off the pace <laughs> on this height thing. You need to eat more of your Weetabix, fella. Maybe be a goblin this time next year. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> I've got a feeling he might have passed. I'll get back to you tomorrow. He might have passed goblin. He's sure, surely be- bigger than a goblin. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but are, are you behind the pace on anything in life? really off the pace. Love to hear from other people that are way behind where they could be. Maybe it could be on a tech thing or something. But sometimes you will prefer it that way. This is very true. For example, I mean, I'm still a user of a file of facts. I can't stand those diary things where our producer Adem's always putting things into your electronic diary and it's like repeating itself 15 times. (laughs) Hate all that. Do do you want to go yes, no, maybe? Get lost. Write it in my pad and know where I am. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, agreed. I mean, I've got my little uh, my little uh, leather wallet here for our notes on the show. It's like Bob Monkhouse's joke book. That would go for lots of money. If that goes missing, imagine, you know, no shoehorns, no, <laughs> no. goblins, anything. <laughs> exactly. Do you know another one as well? My dad still swears by tying a knot in his hanky if he needs to remember anything. That's a really good one. So, you know, you can obviously on your phone put reminders and stuff like that, but tying a knot in a hanky, you know where you are with it, do you know what I mean? If you are a little bit off the pace on where everyone else is uh, with a certain thing in life, tell us about it. Uh, Chris has texted, at least your lad will never have the trouble of low doors and ceilings causing concussion. You've got to look at positives. Fourth birthday today, measured his height, height of an average three-year-old, so he's a little bit off the pace. Uh, If you're like a typewriter in the digital age, we want to hear from you. Is there something that you're off the the pace with in modern life. I like this one. Keefe says, I still print off my boarding pass to go on a plane. All these people just flashing their phones. I can't get my head around yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Fully behind Keith on this one. Um, your boarding pass, I always find when you're on holiday, then it then doubles up as your bookmark for your holiday book. That's it? good. And it's a little reminder of it as well. You can put it in a box, a little keepsake. I'm not, not even that keen on people who pay with their phone, to be honest with you. Oh, I do that. The, I, I, if I'm behind someone who pays with their phone, it doesn't work. I always pump, fist pump it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Producer Adam dressed entirely in lilac. It's home time on a Monday night. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. He really is. This is the colours of the radio station. <laughs> He's on brand. Oh, dear. Paul has tweeted uh, saying, I thought I was the only person who used my boarding card as a bookmark. It's also <laughs> handy if you need to fill in forms on the plane. You've got your flight details to hand. You don't have to faff around on your phone finding the info. Off the pace, but in a nice way. Exactly. We want to hear from you if you are a little off the pace with something. A couple of good ones coming here. Colin says, I can't grow a beard. I'm 50 this year. I'm way behind the curve. Tony says, I always pay at a kiosk at a petrol station. Never, ever pay at the pump. Tony, another Tony, uh, where are you a little bit uh, off the pace? Well, yeah. Well, why is it 
I thought it was all young people. All they walk along holding their phone, talking into it, shouting, and then the other person can't hear them back. Why don't they just put the phone to their ear? Am I missing something? <laughs> so you prefer a good old school, maybe like a landline chat where you've got a seat next to the, the table that the phone's on in the hallway? But correct me if I'm wrong, a phone has a speaker and a, a microphone, but they don't they don't seem to use it like that anymore. They're shouting and everyone's listening and, you know, just use it as a phone. You're talking about the people that are using it apprentice style, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. And I thought it was just young people... And it's not. I've seen old people do it as well. I have to hold my hand up. I did that in the supermarket at the weekend. Outrageous behaviour. What, what do you think about this? Tony, you just heard this? What, what do you think about Richie now? I think he needs to have a little word with himself. Tony, my defence is I was using the phone as a shopping list. I couldn't find the party <laughs> rings I was looking to find. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a packet of skips I couldn't find. So, like, I don't want to get the wrong ones. Oh, so yeah. you got to do it. Oh, yeah. No, you haven't. <laughs> He's not impressed. It's me told. Sorry. Uh, this is encouragement. Uh, this text says, My boy was £1.14 ounces when he was born. Now he's six foot one and 21 years old. So Rocco could have a right old <laughs> exactly, surge, couldn't yeah, he? yeah, of course he can. Uh, this text says, My husband Tony still sends letters to friends and family instead of emails. He writes them by hand on a typewriter. And check this out, Henry VIII <laughs> even seals the letter. Seals the letter with a wax seal. Who the hell does he think he is? Where do you buy that? It's like as simple as just dripping a bit of candle on an envelope. I don't know. Cardinal Richelieu over here. He's <laughs> back in the Middle Ages. One for the kids. One for the kids. Uh, we want to find out about the things that uh, where you're a little bit off the pace. This text is when I'm in a situation where it'd be rude to make notes on my phone but want to remember something, say something in a film at the cinema, reminds me to look something up. I'll turn my watch around to the top of my wrist while I think about the whole thing. I normally wear it to face the bottom. Then if I need to remember more, I can face the crown in a different direction or even move it onto another wrist. It works brilliantly. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. I appreciate what you're doing. That's really weird. Joanne, are you uh, a little bit off the pace with something? What is it? Computer games and consoles and all that kind of stuff. OK, and why is that? Why are you off the, off the pace with it? I is obsessed with it. I, I get that. This is all very reasonable. Still trying to work out what your strategy is with being so off the pace with it. Because it means I don't get asked questions about why it's not working or what you should do in gameplay. Wow, so ignorance is bliss in terms of computer games. Yeah, basically. I just go, I don't know anything about it. Sorry. That is actually <laughs> genius. That is genius, isn't it? I can't fix it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to use the controller. I've just not learned anything. I've decided I've had enough of computer games. Wow, so you have a, f- a fortnight-free yeah. life completely. Basically, yeah. He always going to ask his dad or something else. <laughs> <laughs> Joanne, love your style. I don't know. <laughs> we well, do need to come back to us tomorrow and tell us whether Rocco is bigger or smaller than a, gro- uh, a goblin, which is one of the <laughs> things on the list. Know, yeah. Do keep us posted. Uh, <laughs> lovely message in from Derek. He says, Bush and Richie, I'm well off the pace. I have never been on a holiday abroad, never been on the internet or owned a smartphone. My word, Derek, wow. This is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. One thing, Richie, during the course of this show uh, and this podcast that you've not mentioned, I feel like you should do, you should get the credit you deserve. People don't realise that you have been to three kids' parties this weekend <laughs> and you're still standing, you're, you're functioning, you're having a good show and everything like that. I feel like you should get some kind of medal or a sash. Or it's something. really kind of you to say it. I mean, I do agree with you. I do feel it. I haven't brought it up because it would it would look a little bit, uh, you know, it didn't reflect well on me. If you, you know, if I sort of came to you and said, oh, by the way, I'm really good at this, or I'm really good at it, it doesn't reflect good on me, does it? But, but yeah. yeah, three parties in one weekend. Because we went to Rocco's party on the Saturday. Well, I, that's the other part of it. I mean, one of those three, I'm hosting myself. That 
I, we were tired just going. You know, it's like kids everywhere. Yeah. There was like a bouncy slide and all that kind of stuff going on. So we were tired that night. But the, I woke up the next morning and thought, oh, my God, I almost woke up in the night in a sweat. <laughs> Oh my God, Richie's got to go to two more parties. <laughs> what were the what were the what was the context of the other two? Uh, so the other two, uh, they were also both uh, kids celebrating their fourth birthday. So we're staying at the same level. Wow. Um, party number one. Oh well, I tell you what I did for both of them. I dressed in recreational wear. I was actually wearing sportswear to both of them. Like a young offender. Yeah. <laughs> bottoms. In, in no way was my, was my clothing making any effort whatsoever. I thought, I'm going to be here in body, but really not in spirit. I love it, I love it. So the, the, first, the, the first one on the Sunday then was... Karaoke a, party. Oh, Yep. That's going to push you to the edge. Yeah, I tell you what, I tell you what, I haven't even uh, prepared this, but uh, let me see if I can play uh, by loud volume on my phone uh, my son at this karaoke party uh, singing from uh, the Disney movie Cars, uh, Life is a Highway, very, very loudly. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, and then, and then at this point, he, he sticks a bit of chocolate cake in his... It was just a nightmare. I'm getting a headache even thinking about it. Second one, soft play. Oh, my word. There should be some form of signet ring with a cyanide capsule in <laughs> that you can take in those moments. <laughs> we should say, if you want to get in touch with us on email, we'd absolutely love that. All you've got to do is drop us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, Debbie has done just that. I'm having my hip replaced on Monday at the ripe young age of 43, and naturally, I'm kind of crapping myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to get home that evening and I've opted for a spinal block rather than general anaesthetic. Stupid, I know. I've deliberately not listened to the shows the last couple of days as I'm allowed to listen to podcasts whilst I'm having the surgery. It will block out the sounds of the drilling, so I'm told. Whoa! What better podcast to listen to than the Absolute Radio Friends? My sanity is in your hands. Thanks in advance for the comfort of your voices. Debbie. Sorry, Debbie. The thing, there's the main takeaway from that email, and we hope it all goes all right for you and everything. We're honoured that you listen to this radio station. She's awake whilst they're drilling and doing this operation. Yeah. And replacing her hip, she's awake. Yeah. Is that right? No, I know. I'd go back in and check that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> First of all, fine. I've brought, you know, brought me bits for the overnight stay. Just one thing. It just says in the email that I'm going to be awake during it. Is that the case? I'm also concerned that, right, OK, she's sticking in the podcast because she doesn't want to hear the noises and all that kind of stuff. Yep. That's not going to shut off her sense of smell. What are you saying? Well, surely surgery smells. <laughs> if you're open... What are, you, what are you saying? Are you, you saying smell stuff, De- aren't you? Are you saying that Debbie smells when she's been opened up in surgery? I reckon every single one of us, if we're opened up, smells. What kind of smell are you thinking? Meat. <laughs> that is the, the most murky, grim thing I've ever heard you say in your entire life. That's going to keep me awake for months. I really hope Debbie isn't listening to this episode. Debbie, please. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, a radio station for so many different decades, really. Speaking of decades, we are on a mission, not just us here on Home Time, but everyone who heard it uh, first thing this morning on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. We're on a, on a mission to find the best decade, mm. even though we know deep down it's the 90s. Stop this. OK, we'll stop it now. <laughs> so, please. But we are we're on a mission to find the best decade. We need your view on it. Uh, this week, we're going to be focusing on Home Time on the 60s. 
Of course, Absolute Radio 60 is the home of all your 60s music. Uh, we're going to be asking you a question each night around the theme of the 60s, culminating with a big 1960s-themed party on Friday's Hometime Show, which is going to be ace. It's going to be great fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, now, obviously, uh, it's a tough it's a tough task in some respects because neither of us were around in any way, shape or form in the 60s. Yes. So tonight, we thought it would be quite a fun question to ask if you were given the opportunity, the technology to teleport, to transport yourself in time back to any place or time in the 1960s, where would it be and why? I'm going to go for going back in time to the Woodstock Festival. Right. Which looked amazing. There was loads of amazing bands played there. It was like the proper... looks like the proper summer of love thing. Because all, all my festival experiences, like uh, uh, Kagul... Bum bag, <laughs> making sure that I've got all my change on me and, and I know the way back to the tent. That's not very cool. No. Whereas like Woodstock, it's just people walking around in just jeans. Well, imagine going to a festival in just jeans. You wouldn't do it these days. Not worried about your mobile phone, because no. they don't exist yet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, I would stay relatively local to where we are right now. Every single day, uh, I get off the tube and I walk down Carnaby Street to get to our studios here in Soho. I would love to go back to Carnaby Street of the 1960s. Yes. All these swinging 60s images you see of Carnaby Street, not pedestrianised now, still cars going down it, all that kind of thing. Not a pret in sight. <laughs> exactly. I'd love to just see what that specifically, iconically local street to us at work was like in the 60s. Some amazing... Weirdly, there was a documentary on this area not that long ago and just some of the amazing little clubs that you go downstairs Ooh. to to have a drink and all that kind of stuff. Looks amazing, so that's good as well. Yeah, so pop us a tweet at Absolute Radio. You can head to our Facebook page. How and where... Well, not how, because it's impossible. Yeah, do tell us how you're going to do that. <laughs> Shut up. When and why are you going to back in the 60s? Uh, Mark Adamson has tweeted to say he would go back to his mum and dad's wedding and then at the church door say, look at me, it's not too late to change your mind. <laughs> Mark, mate, don't do, don't do yourself down. And also, stop you know, getting in the way like... Uh, Mrs. Robinson or whatever, your mum and dad's wedding, banging on the windows. Helen is going to her mum and dad's back bedroom. <laughs> What's going on with people <laughs> I know that appearing at their parents? <laughs> well, this is... But this right. is fascinating, because so I could watch myself being born. That's even worse. <laughs> right. Why would you do that, Helen? This is... With, with, with time-travelling responsibility yeah, comes come great on. responsibility, right? So let's just say, going forwards now, you're not allowed to go and visit your parents or watch them doing anything, <laughs> right? Uh, Jonathan Wallace says, and I love this one, May 1966, I would run onto the Wembley pitch with Eddie Kavanagh after Everton's FA Cup win. Yes. Not the Wembley event in the 60s I was thinking that was going to be. <laughs> and Thank Pam, you. sticking with Merseyside, saying, I'd go to Liverpool. I've got to see the Beatles, no question. Uh, what event or thing from the 1960s would you like to travel back in time and be at? You can tweet us now at Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah, you're right. I don't have much to add. Either, to be honest with you, it's a Monday, isn't it? It's just a Monday. It's a Monday. So look, they had a lot of good stuff. Let's just let's just hope Debbie's all right. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, we'd love to hear from you, and we might be reading your email out. And Richie might be talking about unusual smells. How easy well. is it to retract comments from a podcast before it finishes? <laughs>